we can rise to the occasion we can build this nation moving forward all that we need visionary leadership people who love their people people who love the citizens people who love the country and then we can rise we can fly again Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. They've already defined the word Thanksgiving. There's been teachings that have been given already. I just want to build on that this morning as you come with me, paging in the Bible, the book of Psalms 137. We read verse 1 to verse 6. Psalms 137 verse 1 to verse 6, and it reads as follows, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion, we hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it, for there those who carried us away captive asked of us a song, and those who plundered us requested mirth saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. If I do not remember you, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy. Bow ahead, I pray. Father, it is your word, more reliable, more powerful. May it speak into our lives this morning. While we are celebrating and we come with hearts of gratitude, there could be many in this place who have gone through a lot and they might have lost their song. Help us this morning to regain our song in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You'll agree with me that we cannot draw a line between thanksgiving and praise and worship. The two will always have to coexist, especially in a life of a child of God. The song in our heart, it's one of the things that quenches the difficulties of life, when life happens, when it is bleak, it is dark, and you cannot even see what I hear people calling a light at the end of the tunnel, there ought to be something that keeps you going. And that thing is the song. Allow me to minister under a topic. I still got my hallelujah. Hallelujah. I still got my hallelujah. I'm borrowing this from a song by Maverick City Music. They have a song, Promises, and in that song there is a chorus, I still got my hallelujah. You must keep and protect your hallelujah. The portion of scripture where we have read, it is after years, that Israel has been taken captive out of Jerusalem. 
and they are taken into Babylon. You must know that the captivity out of Jerusalem has detrimental effects. For the children of Israel to be out of Jerusalem, it means out of a position of blessing. Because Jerusalem is their place of blessing. Number two, to be out of Jerusalem meant they are captured as slaves. They were not taken to go do sightseeing in Babylon, but they were taken as slaves to say they were going to go through hard labor. They were going to be tortured. They were to be abused coming from a life of comfort and they go into Babylon they go through pain every day. When the sun rises, it rises with abuse. It rises with the beating on their backs. Ah, I think somebody can relate. Every day when you wake up, you think of the struggles you ought to go through. It may sound like a season of Babylon. We said captivity out of Jerusalem, also the slavery in Babylon... But it got worse. After you are beaten up, after you have gone through slavery, after you have gone through the pain of being in that land, away from your native land, they are saying to them, sing us a song. It sounds like they were not satisfied with the external abuse. They are saying to them, we now want to mess up with that which is on the inside. Yes, we have already worn you out. We have already taken all your strength. We have already messed you up, but we are not satisfied. And you must know, child of God, that the devil is not only after your physical life. It's actually after that which is on the inside. He can defeat you on the outside, but if he doesn't defeat you inside, he hasn't won. Yes, he can touch your family, he can touch your finances, he can touch your health, but if he cannot touch your soul, if he cannot touch your spirit, he, he has not won. The Bible in the book of Job, when the devil goes to God to discuss and he says he has a hedge around him, that is why he has a hallelujah. He has a hedge around him, that is why he has a song. God says, I'm going to prove something to you. I will allow you to touch the physical. Touch anything about him, but don't go inside. Because if you go inside, he may lose his song. If you go inside, he may, he may lose his thanksgiving. If you go inside, he may lose his hallelujah. Then Job loses everything. Left, right, and center, he loses everything. But he's still intact on the inside. He's able to say, I know my Redeemer liveth not because all is well. He's able to say that because on the inside, it is still well. Children of God, seasons will come in different forms and shapes. There's going to be seasons of loss. There's going to be seasons of pain. There's going to be seasons of death. But that must never steal your hallelujah. It must not take away your song. While going through it, the song must remain intact. Is there a church in this place? They are asking for this song. Not because they wanted to worship. It was a mockery. 
It was a mockery. They are saying, you have a song. Let, let, let's hear your song. Sing unto us one of the songs of Zion. There comes a time where the devil looks into our faces and is asking, where is your God? He's not asking because he's looking for that God. It's mockery. There are situations of life that will come and stand in our faces and shout that question, where is your God? And many of us, when we're in that season, we lose even our song. And I'm here to say to you, you must be able, in the middle of the fire, in the middle of the waters, still be able to stand and say, I still got my song. I still got my hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, 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 how do I protect this hallelujah? I hear you say, and I agree with you. I mustn't allow the devil to tamper with my song. I must not allow the devil or the situations of life to tamper with my heart. How, 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 how do I protect this in this season of difficulty? Things are not going well. How do I protect this song? How do I protect my hallelujah? If Ref was here, he would say, I'm glad you asked that question. Never forget your season of strength. Remember, you once had a season of strength. You once had a season of blessing. You once had a season where all was going well. And it was not because of your abilities, but it was because there is a God who gave you the abilities. It is because there was a God who made a way for you. There is a hand that has been with you. There is a hand that carried you. If you understand that there has been the abilities of God that carried you through that season, you will not forget that season. You must never forget your season of strength. Many of us, when we go through difficulty, we forget our season of strength. We forget that it was once well in my life. We forget that it, it once went all well in my life. We must never forget our season of strength. The Bible says in, in, in Psalms 137 verse 1, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. We wept when we remembered Zion. They are sitting there, they are not weeping because of the pain. They are not weeping because of the slavery. When, when, when I, I used to read this psalm and I could see sadness, but I realized that it wasn't all sadness. They sat there and they remembered Zion. They remembered the goodness of the Lord. They remembered all that they have experienced in a season of strength. They are sitting there, they are remembering that we have seen God showing us favor. We have seen God and his goodness upon our lives. We have seen it all, and they sit there, they start weeping. And I, I, I can agree with you when you say they are weeping because they are missing it. But they are also weeping because they are remembering it. Because it is one thing to miss, it is another to remember. Hallelujah. Amen. They sat there, they remembered their season of strength. While you are going through that difficulty, while you have lost that job, remember you once had a job. And it was God who gave you that job. It was God who carried you in that season. Now that you're in this season, don't forget that the same God of strength in a season that was favorable is still the same God of strength in a season unfavorable. Is the church in this place. Number two, remember your place of blessing. Never forget your place of blessing. I've seen in, in this, this young life that I've lived, I've seen many 
when difficulties, season of difficulties come, they leave their, their place of blessing. They go around looking for other places and they hear there is a blessing, blessing there, they want to run there. There's a blessing there, they want to run there. And I, I'm here to say to you, don't forget a place of your blessing. The scripture there says in verse 6, if I do not remember you, Jerusalem, let my tongue cling to the roof of my, you, of my mouth. I, I need to understand that as I'm in a season of barrenness, as I'm in a season of difficulty, I still have a place of blessing. When you know that you still have a place of blessing, you'll keep your hallelujah. Because you'd know that this God of strength will still take me to that place of blessing. Never, never forget that place of blessing. Don't be like the Israel that was in Egypt. When they're in Egypt, in Egypt, even when they see an opportunity to go to a place of blessing, which is Canaan, along the way they say, we were better in Egypt. They say, we, we did well when we were in Egypt. They say, we miss our garlics and our cucumbers and our onions. What's our combination of those three? It's horrible. We miss our cucumbers, we miss our onions, we miss our garlics. Have you thought of that? It's such a horrible combination. Onion, garlic, and cucumber. It's, it's, it's when you've lost your hallelujah that you'd even forget your place of blessing. One day when Daniel is in Babylon, the Bible says three times a day he prayed. But look how he prayed. The Bible says he then stood by the window facing Jerusalem. Every day as he's praying, he's praying with Jerusalem. He says, yes, I'm in a season of slavery. Yes, I'm in a season of pain. Yes, I'm in a season of agony. But I will, I'm, I'm going to position myself. I'm going to have a posture that reminds me that this is not where I'm going to end. I'm going to have a posture that says this is not my final destination. I'm going to have a posture that says yes, I'm captured. Yes, there are armies around. There is no sign of escape. There is no sign of me getting out of here. But I cannot allow to be bound physically and also be bound spiritually. There is a God that I'm grateful for and because I understand his might, his power, I pray with a position, a posture that is still facing Jerusalem. He opens the, the window and he prays facing Jerusalem every day and I want to say to you, if you're going to forget your Jerusalem, you're going to lose your hallelujah. But when you have your Jerusalem in mind, when you have your place of blessing in mind, you will always bring yourself back to that heart of gratitude. Hallelujah. Amen. I still got my hallelujah. Amen. Number three, know the Lord of the song. Mm. Many of us, we know the songs of the Lord. But I want us to, re, to know the Lord of the song. When you know the Lord of the song, you'd know that your hallelujah is not for performance. You'd know that your, your hallelujah is not for impressing. When they say to them, sing us one of the songs of Zion, they say, how shall we sing the Lord's song, the Lord's song in a foreign land? I want you to see something there. They are saying, how, how can we give pearls to pigs? 
They are saying, this, there is a God we honor. There is a God we, we, we love. There is a God we revere. There is a God we fear. How can we take our hallelujah and give it to pigs? Don't give your pearls to pigs. And, and, and they say, we are going, we are not going to sing. Because we know the Lord of the song. Therefore, we cannot give that song to anybody else. May, may, may you find a moment in your life. May you find a moment where you can be able to say, Lord, I know I'm in a difficult season. I know it is not okay, but I'm going to honor you with a song. Because you are my God. I know I'm in pain. Don't, please, don't lose that song. You may not sing it to, 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 the, to the Babylonians. You may not sing it to the pigs. You may not give it, to, but you must know where to direct it. You may, you may deny it to anyone else, but you must always give it to the Lord. Let's minister, guys. Number four, do not destroy your instrument of worship. Verse 2 says, we hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. They are not saying we left them at home. The instruments were with them. And many years ago, when I preached on this same verse, I criticized them hanging their harps. But I was not realizing them that they did not destroy the harps. To hang the harp is to say, I might be in this season, but I'm still going to defend this. I'm not going to leave it on the floor lying around. I'm going to make sure that it is secured. I'm not going to leave it at home. I'm going to keep it by myself because I know I need to pick it up at the right time. And I want to say to us, we must not destroy the instruments of our worship. You must not destroy the things that will always bring you back to worship. You must not move yourself away to the things that will bring you closer to worship. You may wake up and you are in pain. You may wake up and you have lost it all. You must not move away from the instruments of worship. At times it might be difficult to worship alone, but be closer to the instruments of worship. What do I mean by that? Be a, be a part of the fellowship. Basaloni, even us as pastors, there are mornings you don't feel like it. But when you are in a fellowship, you then get encouraged because you are around other instruments of worship. Is there a church in this place? You must be closer to those who will carry you, even in that season of difficulty. Your hallelujah will be protected when you are with those who can also say hallelujah. And that's where the power of worship comes in. We are going into, um, for some, December season is a season of loneliness. Do not find yourself alone. And you, you then go into a pity party. You then remember you do not have this. You do not have that. You've lost this. You've lost that. Find yourself closer to instruments of worship. Places that will carry you. Places that will move with you. Places that will enable you to still get back to your hallelujah. Seasons of difficulties, they require that we be closer our instruments of worship. Allow me to close with these following words. You must preserve your song for God's honor. Preserve your song for God's honor. Psalm 137 verse 3. There's going to be seasons of barrenness. There's going to be seasons where you face barriers. 
there's going to be seasons where you are in battles. When those seasons come, and I'm not here to curse you, Bazalwane. This is, this is a formula of life. There are ups, there are downs. There are fires, there are waters. There are times where you're going to experience difficulties. There are times where it's going to be well. Everything, I know sometimes we speak this positive message only that says your cases have expiry date, your pain has expiry date. Unfortunately, even, even the seasons of happiness, they do expire. Ah, ah, ah we, 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 need to, we need to tell each other the truth. Let's, let's not hide behind the bush here. There are times when your, 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 your seasons of laughter will go away. There are times when your seasons of plenty will go away. There are seasons when you will no longer find a reason to wake up. When those seasons come, you must still have a hallelujah in your heart. When those seasons come, you must still have a song. I'm here and I'm reminded of Hannah of the days. In her barrenness, the Bible says she left the table of feasting and she went into the temple. Because she's, she's realizing that I cannot just be feasting while I'm in this situation. I must go to a place where I will find my hallelujah again. When you are in the midst of barrenness, you must still find your hallelujah. You must be willing to leave the table of feasting and go into a place where you'll recollect your hallelujah. Where you will go claim your hallelujah. While she's on this table, she's not only going through barrenness, she's also going through the torture and the torment of Penina. And she's realizing that I'm losing my hallelujah very fast. I'm going to move from this place and go to a place where my hallelujah will be restored. There are times where you need to step away from people. There are times where you must go into isolation. Not because you are a bad person, but because you are realizing that where I am, I'm losing my hallelujah. The company I'm keeping, I'm losing my hallelujah. Yes, my husband loves me. Yes, my husband is give me double portion but in the process of all it all i'm losing my hallelujah she moves away and goes into the temple and my bible says while in the temple the prophet or the the priest eli notices her and it's he proclaims in verse 20 the goodness of the Lord upon her life. Then the Bible says in verse 20, 21, then she was no longer said. She arrived in that place without a hallelujah. But when she stepped out, she did not have a child. The barrenness was still there. She's not moving out of the temple with the child, but she's moving out with the hallelujah. The child is now given because he first got the hallelujah. The child is now, the womb is now receptive because her heart has received a hallelujah. When your heart receives the hallelujah, the womb will receive the seed. Amidst the barrenness, you must still have your hallelujah. Hmm. The Bible says, Israel is faced with a wall named the wall of Jericho. 
Oh Lord. You've gone out of Egypt. You were not told you're going to see the Red Sea. You were not told there's going to be lack of water. You were not told there's not going to be food. You were not told there are going to be snakes along the way. You were not told, you were not told the challenge is going to face. And, and Moses dies and Joshua takes over and you think, ah, we're gonna now. things are going to look better. Anyway, this Moses always sat, sat on the mountain while we fight. At least this one, we saw him fighting. Things are going to look better. They crossed the river Jordan. And the Bible says, then they were confronted with Jericho. I would lose my hallelujah. Amen. Not, not after all we've gone through. Now we think we have a man who's courageous, a man who's strong. A man who's meditating on the word. No, 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 no. I would lose my hallelujah. But look at this. They arrive in, at, at those walls. God says to, Mo, uh, to Joshua, I'm not going to destroy this today. You're going to go around the city. And you're not going to say a word. Day one, they go around the city. And they come back. Obana, Obana, Pastor Lanyo, it would be better after you've come back and you see some cracks on the walls. Uh, I think the, the, the last budget of hallelujah will go away, I tell you. They go around the city the second day. They come back. I think if they were as curious as me, I would go check on the walls. And you dig a little bit even to check. Is this foundation responding to this? And you dig. And the foundation is not responding. I would lose my hallelujah. Day three, day four, day five, day six. How? We look forward to the last lap. And he says on the seventh day, you'll go around seven times. Problem we rush to talk the trumpet. We rush to talk the collapse. Let's think about the going around. What's happening in their minds? What's happening in their hearts? What's happening in their faith as they go around? You will also lose the hallelujah. Sometimes we question Thomas how Thomas, do you really want to see the holes? But now, if your loved, ones, loved one was to come out of the grave, you wouldn't be satisfied. You would miss the moment of celebration. Sometimes you like Thomas, how you are no, unbelieving Thomas. He still wants to check. I would also want to check the holes. Is the church in place? At the seventh time, they blow the trumpets. They start shouting. The Bible says the walls collapsed. They fell down completely. That is hallelujah amidst your barriers. While you are faced with the barriers, you must still keep your hallelujah. Lastly, you know I would love this one. I cannot leave this one out. Jehoshaphat and, and Judah are faced, are faced with the armies. Five nations have combined to fight against them. They look at them, they are smaller than they are, and they ask each other questions. How are we going to win this battle? The Bible says, the Lord says to them, the battle is not yours, it is mine. 
And I want to, I, 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 I need to remind somebody today that don't lose your hallelujah for battles that are not even yours. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Whatever battle you are in as a child of God, is it finances? That is the Lord's battle. Is it marriage? You're not going well? That is the Lord's battle. Do not take matters into your hands. And as, as they are faced with these armies, then God says, today you shall st stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And then Jehoshaphat, the Bible says, he appoints those who are singers. And as they start singing, they sing a song. And the song says, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. As they are singing this song, there is an ambush on the other side. There's going to come a season when the calculations do not add up. There's going to come a season when you look at the, the, the ratio soldier to soldier. It does not make sense. There's going to come a season when you step into the battle and you do your calculations. You realize that I've lost this battle before I even started. Why? Why do I even bother even going? Why do I even bother to stand for this? Why do I even bother to wait upon this relationship? Why do I even bother to wake up? Why do I even bother? I might as well take my life. I hear somebody saying that this morning. I might as well take my life. But I'm here to say to somebody. There are times when the God who is the man of war. Is going to just respond to your hallelujah. When you come up with that song. He will move on your behalf. He will act on your behalf. He will step in he releases the host of angels that are specializing in war and the passcode to release those angels of war it is but a hallelujah there are times when you're going to require the hand of the Lord to move with the sword. That sword is only unlocked by a passcode called hallelujah. Therefore, as a child of God, you must never lose your hallelujah. You must never lose your hallelujah. I like this because hallelujah is hallelujah in South Africa. It is hallelujah in China. It is hallelujah in the U.S. It it is hallelujah. Even in, in Bochum, it is hallelujah. In Durban, it is hallelujah everywhere. Therefore, you cannot say, I don't have a good English to approach my God. You can't say, I don't have a good scripture to approach my God. Just keep your hallelujah. Just keep your song and see God moving on your behalf.